With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, I'm William Powell. Welcome to this special table read edition of the Inside Acting Radio Show with the featured play, The Big A, Scenes from a Vanishing Landscape, written and directed by Robert Epstein. The play is about a family's struggles with aging, illness, and the care of their elderly parents. The aging couple is played by Kirk Lambert as Alan and Lois Bernstein as Janice. They are a white couple with two grown black children from Janice's first marriage, played by Mac Lehman as Lou and Reuben Bell as John. Mary Claire Hess plays Amy, Lou's wife. Though the play is about a serious subject, that so many families have to deal with these days, it has both touching and very funny moments. There are dance scenes at the beginning and end of the play. In the first dance scene, before the play begins, the aging Alan and Janice are dancing slowly with difficulty. In the last scene, with fast swing music, Alan and Janice are restored to their younger selves, Dancing with great ease. This continues into the curtain call. In between is the story of them and their family. There are also fantasy scenes in which Janice and Alan are confronted by distorted versions of their health aids. These scenes really take place in their minds. And now, sit back and enjoy The Big A. I can't hear you. Alan, Alan, we 
I yell? I don't mean to yell. I just need to concentrate on what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. Get up and walk. Where were you? I was worried. I didn't know where you were. I went to the bathroom. I told you I was going to the bathroom, and I went to the bathroom. Why do you always yell to me when you know I can't hear you? I was worried. I didn't know where you were. I know. I know. I'm sorry. You know I love you very much. I know. And I love you very much. I think I love you even more than you love me. That's possible. <laughs> Where are the kids? I don't know. Uh, I think they're busy. I think you're right. Want to play cards? No, not right now. I think I'll draw for a while.
I'm a very good boy. <laughs> and you go to work every day. Yes, every day. And you always do what you're supposed to. Yes, I do. Because you're so, 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 so good. Okay, Mom, I get it. I'm super good. I'm a real superhero. <laughs> Will you take your pills now? Sure. Now I'll take my pills. <laughs> One pill makes you larger and one pill Don't you want to go say hello to your mother? 
seen that I was well fed And believe you me one sweet martini While the other one I buttered my bread A two men giving me oil wells A two men giving me gold I was okay as a dad. I, I did the best I knew how. Remember those collages I used to make with all the pieces of magazines and things? There were secrets in those things. Little tidbits of all the things I was thinking about. It was kind of like a diary, only with shapes and symbols instead of words. Remember when I took you to the candy store and I bought you that Playboy magazine? <laughs> it was like an initiation. You brought it home in a paper bag, and your mom found out, and she made us give it back. <laughs> you know, I never forgot that. It's special. Yeah. Initiations are important. Like the first time you kill someone. What? Did you, did you ever kill anyone in the war? World War II. What a mess. You think they would have learned the first time? You shot guys from the other side? Probably. Like shooting with your eyes closed. Back and forth in the dark. In the black forest. Your body body. We burnt that sucker down to a patch of stumps. And then we made up and came out on it. So now it's this really pretty forest. Except you can see all these large spaces between the trees. Because the whole thing is man-made. We planted from scratch. So it's all lined up like stocks of corn. It sounds kind of weird. You shoot each other in the head. Then you make up and become friends. I wonder, how do you do that? This one time, there was a young German standing right across from me with a gun. We looked right at each other, scared to death. And then we both just turned and walked away. I wasn't about to shoot him. But then, but then we liberated this this town in France. And we took over this building. And on one floor, there were all these German girls being impregnated by the German soldiers. Kind of like a baby farm for little Nazis. And on the second floor, there was a female commandant in charge of the place. It was disgusting. <coughs> I told her to come with me. And she said, Nein, Nein. I said, yes, yes. And she gave up and came with me. I swear, if she would have hesitated again, 
I would have shot her in the head. That Nazi bitch. I know I did something wrong, but I can't remember what it is. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe this is my punishment. You didn't do anything wrong, Dad. That was a good war. You had to stop the Nazis, and you did what you had to do. You don't understand. I hated that fucking war. It was shit. But we didn't have any choice. What is it, Dad? Is it that pain in your stomach again? Yeah. Yeah. You better have me a pill. It seems like it's getting worse. Maybe you should see a doctor. I did. You did? Yeah. What did he say? Cancer. What? I got cancer. Looks like I'm out of here. Why didn't you tell us? I really didn't want to. I just want to slip away. Lou, I need you to know something. I think the illness is affecting my mind. I told the doctor I, I can't concentrate. Nothing makes any sense. And he said it's the toxins from my organs that are going into my brain because they're not working right anymore. And the pain meds, they just make it worse. That morphine just knocks me out. I just think it's time for me to go. I'm so sorry. How long have you got? Not long. It's funny. I never thought I'd make it back from the war. A lot of my buddies didn't make it back. A few of them died right in front of me. When I did make it back home, and I realized that I was alive, it was like a dream. It was crazy. It was too good to be true. But so many friends buried back in the past, guys you never got to meet. I had to leave them behind to get on with my life. The one thing I did do, I promised Johnny I would take care of his family. And what a sweet ride that's been. You kids are the best thing that ever happened to me. I love you. I love you too. Now let's talk about something important. What's that? Your mom. I think she's losing her mind. <laughs>
Most days, either Lou or I come over after work. Who? Yeah, Lou, your son, and I'm Amy, his wife. Your daughter-in-law? Oh, Amy, I told you with the help. Oh my God, Amy, it happened again. What happened? Oh my God. It's okay, just tell me what happened. You know Violet the helper? Yes. You know how her hair is so short? Yes. Well, she's really a man. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I caught him, I caught him. He was in the walk-in closet with the door shut. I went in to get my sweater, and there he was, trying on wigs. He had three wigs, red, black, and purple, and he was trying them on so he could disguise himself as a woman. And when he saw I was there, he, he gave me a look, and he punched me in the face. Oh, but I mean jujitsu, and I flipped him on his back, and I kicked him, and I kicked him until he cried uncle. I beat the living hell out of that guy. <laughs> well, he started to cry. And he said he'd lose his job if I told anyone. So I let him up. And he went back out, and he put on his purple wig to give Daddy his pill. But as a woman with purple hair. And Daddy noticed it too. He said, did you get a haircut? He liked what he was seeing. I kept my mouth shut. Daddy depends on Violet to take care of him. Right. And she takes care of you, too. Oh, no, he doesn't take care of me. He tries to trick me. He wants to keep me out of circulation so he can do whatever he wants. You would think Daddy would notice that he changes his hair color every other day. Just fine. We'll keep an eye on him for you. Oh, that's easy for you to say. One of these days, you're going to come over here and you're going to find me dead. I'll be lying on the floor, and if you see a nice purple wig nearby, you'll know what happened. <laughs> Look for my fingerprints on that wig. You don't know why he hates me so much. It must be because I know his secret. I be your bearer, reflect what you are, in case you don't know. I be wind, the rain of the sunset, the light on your door, to show that you're home. When you think the night is in your mind, that inside you twisted and unkind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? She was here again. That, that, that crazy prison the 
Nurse's aide, the, the helper. You mean Lila? She admitted it. She's a man. I promise not to say anything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He said he would be back. Lila is a woman, not a man. I just saw her a minute ago. She sure got you fooled. Most men can't tell the difference between a wig and real hair. You men are all so stupid. <laughs> well, I'm smart enough to know that you're a woman. And you're all mine. <laughs> That's what you think. You better watch out, or I'll run away with Lila. She's more of a man than you'll ever be. Oh, I'll fight him for you. Anytime, anywhere. I know you. <laughs> you are my sweetest downfall. I loved you first. I love you first. Beneath the sheets of paper lies my Thank <laughs> you. 
And he said, try to get along with the helper. And I said, but she's pouring cold water down my back. She's killing me. But you wouldn't listen. Well, 48 hours, 48 hours, I needed to talk to you. Total isolation. Completely alone. And you had to phone off the hook. Completely inaccessible? Dad, it was only a few hours. I know it seemed like a long time. It was a long time. You're supposed to leave the phone on the hook. Don't leave me alone like that with Hitler. And no one to talk to at all. A good son wouldn't do that. Say now. <laughs> what do I have to do? Take off your clothes and get in the back. I'm not going to do that. Take them off. No. You do what I say. I won't. You can't make me take a bath. You're going to take that bath. And it's going to be nice and cold to wake up your brain. Your brain is sleeping. It's dormant. It's partly from the toxins in your organs, and partly from all the drugs you've been taking. Why do you take drugs, Alan? For the pain? Right. Because you can't take it. You're not built for pain. You're not a soldier. You're a waste of space. I don't have to take a goddamn bath if I don't want to. You're a baby, scared of cold water. If you blink, you look at me the wrong way, you Nazi bitch. <laughs> I will shoot you in the head. You couldn't do it then, and you won't do it now. I know what I did. Why don't you have some morphine to ease the pain? Baby wants his bottle? I know what I did. But the morphine ease the pain And the grass grew around his brain Place? 
Look with that. You mean that man over there? <laughs> yeah, that man's name is Alan. He's your husband? That's not my husband. I know my husband. He's great, big, beautiful black man. Not a pasty old white man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was your first husband, Johnny, my real dad. I have two husbands? <laughs> no, not at the same time. Your first husband died a long time ago. I was named after him. You mean your real name is John Jr.? That's right. <laughs> Just like the Kennedys. And who is that man? He seems to hang around here an awful lot. <laughs> That's your second husband, our stepdad. You guys have been married a long time. Really? Yeah. He looks familiar, but I don't remember who he is. Well, that happens sometimes. And then you remember again. He's your husband. Really? And what's his name? His name is Alan. I don't think I know any Alan. Are you sure that's his name? Yep, that's his name. Hey, Alan. Yes? He answers to Alan. I guess that's his name after all. <laughs> so when are we going home? You are home.
fall down. Sure. Sure, she'll keep me safe. Do you know what she did this morning? When I went in to wash up, she helped me take my watch off. And she looked right at me and smiled. And she purposely dropped my watch in the toilet. I said, Marna, Marna, why'd you do that? And she looked at me and said, I can do whatever I want. This is my house! Baptist last balloon. 
share. When he played his last request, while the room smelled just like dead, I went over those hovering in the air. The laugh lost its fun, and there was nothing to be done. But traitors have said, Bolo, the GI Bill. Trade gasket on a loaf of Hero's Hill. There's a hole in Daddy's arm. Mom, you're married. You have dad around the house. 
You mean that nice man who sits on the couch? <laughs> yes, that nice man's name is Alan. He's your husband. He's been married for many years. That nice man? That's not my husband. Yes, Mom, that is your husband. He's my father, my dad. And you say that nice man's name is Alan? Yes, Mom, his name is Alan. Isn't that something? <laughs> Still, I'd like to meet your boss. How old is he? I don't know, maybe 50. That's too old. I need someone with a firm butt. Mom! Mom, <laughs> oh, you're married. What are you talking about? I told you. I'm not married. If I was married to that man, which I doubt, I divorced him. Oh, you did not. Yes, yes, I remember. I went to the lawyer and I said, I want to divorce that man. I don't even know him. So they gave me a divorce right away. I've got the papers somewhere. You don't have any papers and you didn't go to any lawyers and you didn't get a divorce. You just made that all up in your head. Well, I'm not married to that man, that's for sure. Yes, you are. I mean, he's very nice. And it's nice he hangs around the house here and does his artwork, which is also very nice. And it's certainly nice to have an artist in the house. And his work is very good. But that doesn't mean that we're married. No, it just so happens you are married. He doesn't do anything. He just stays here all the time. <laughs> he's retired. And he's doped up half the time. That's his pain medication for pain. It's prescribed by a doctor. But I really don't want a dope addict in the house. He's not a dope addict. <laughs> so you said. Is he in a lot of pain? Yeah. He has pain in his back, his spine, his stomach, his hands. It's an awful lot of pain. No wonder he took to the drugs. Still, I'm not sure he should be here with me. Should I really be alone in the house with a dope fiend? Mom, he's your husband, and he's not a dope fiend. He just takes medication for pain. You have medicines you take too? None of my medicines are that much fun. I should try some of his. <laughs> Don't do that, Mom. Can't take someone else's pill. So you say. So what about that boss? Is he available? No, he's not. He's married too. Shame. I'd like to go out on a date from time to time. Mom, you're married. You cannot go out on a date. Who says? Look at you, my sonly judge. What about you? Don't you go out with a different girl every week? That's different. I'm not married. And it's a good thing, too. Imagine the confusion it would cause for hundreds of women. <laughs> no, it's just sad. Okay, well, I've got to go back to the office. Oh, honey, don't go. We were having so much fun. I've got to be back. No, you don't. Stay here with me. I like having you around. I've got to go back. It's the middle of the workday. Don't go back. Stay with me. I don't want you to leave. What do you mean you don't want me to leave? I gotta go to work. No, you don't. Stay here with me. I don't want you to ever leave me. You're my baby. For God's sake, Mom, come on. No, honey, you're my baby boy, and I want you to stay with me forever. Why do you say things like that? I'm not a baby. I'm a working man. I can't stay with you all the time. I have a life. So this isn't part of your life? What is this? A distraction? just an obligation. That's, that's not what I meant, Mom. 
I just meant I have things to do other than visit with you. I mean, I, I like visiting with you. I just can't do it all the time. I don't see why not. I give you food. Oh, and you can sleep in your old room. It would be just like when you were a little child. I, I don't want to be a little child. I'm all grown up. Why do you say things like this? Because I love you so much. And I don't want you to ever leave me. I, I want you to stay with me forever. Well, I'm sorry, Mom. I really do have to go. I'll tell you what. I'll come out later if you want. Maybe for dinner. Don't trouble yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have things to do. If you should happen to remember to come by again someday, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Mom, I come by here almost every day. I guess my memory is not so good. It seems like it's been at least a month. No, I was here two days ago. Anyway, I'll come by later. I'll be here as always, waiting. Agenda. 
What are my instructions? There are no instructions. Not right now. No instruction? <coughs> Nothing? I'm completely free? Then how do I decide what to do? Try not to get anxious. I'm in the middle of a tornado. When they set up the whole system, they made sure it was going to be so infinitely complicated. They set it up so we'd get lost, and we'd have to choose. And then we'd come to a place where we couldn't choose, and we wouldn't know what to do. And it's so damn big. And it's everywhere. Thousands of connections. And none of them make any sense. Crazy land. I'm in crazy land. Um, it is possible that the illness has affected your brain and it's distorting your thoughts and perceptions. So I'm losing my mind. I thought so. I thought so. No way out. So let me ask you this. Yes. What in the hell do I do next? What's wrong? 
That just doesn't make any sense. Don't worry. Things get kind of confusing, especially these days. Let me give you some things. You mind? No. There you go. It works pretty well, doesn't it? That's okay. Now you try. Pretty good. That works well. Yep. That's good work. into a small cubicle, me holding him by the elbows for balance and leaving the walker outside the stall. I helped him sit down and his pull-ups were quite full. I got the bright idea to cut them off so they wouldn't spill on his pants, but I had nothing to cut them with. I got the even brighter idea to tear them, but they constructed those things pretty well and I couldn't do it at first. It took a while to tear through the material and get that thing out of the way. Then I had to somehow get his pants off in order to put on a new pair of pull-ups. I opened the Velcro on his shoes and got them off of his swollen feet with quite some effort. Then, squatting down in the cramped corner of the boot, managed to pull the pants down over the socks and got a fresh pair of pull-ups partway up the pants back there. And standing in the corner, I managed to pull him up 
drag the pants all the way back up. All the time this was going on, I was aware of the footsteps of the men coming and going from the room. When we first walked in, none of them seemed to look at us. But everyone who passed us understood what was happening. The sacred ritual of taking care of your dad when he can no longer take care of himself. Really, it's too hard, but you do it anyway. Some of the passing men may have been embarrassed by it, some frightened and glad it wasn't them. When I was down there, lifting up his legs, pulling his pants back up, the sense of doing something necessary, honorable, honorable, at times, flooded over. And I was glad that I was there in that twilight hour. You look tired. You look pretty tired, too. Yeah. I guess we're both just friggin' exhausted, huh? Did you ever find out about those tickets to Mars? Yeah. I looked into it. Too expensive. That's what I thought. I'd really, really, really like to go. Soon. <laughs> Me too. I went to see my dad in the hospital today. Doesn't look like he's going to be around much longer. John couldn't handle it, but he'll go tomorrow. It's good to be with him, even though he couldn't talk. I'll go in tomorrow too. I'll take off from work. Ben. Amazing. Now, what are we going to do about Mom? I'll keep staying with her overnight till we get more help or the help straightened out. She likes having another woman around. I appreciate it. She can't be alone. She's wandering all over the place. I can't keep up. Lou, you're doing as much as you can. And honestly, I don't think it's gonna stay like this. She's getting weaker too. Soon she may be in the hospital herself. Why is everything falling apart? It's been falling apart for a long time. But the only way through it I know, is to. I know, I know. Relax and breathe. Just stay calm. <laughs> you heard this lecture before. Every day for my free spirit brother. He thinks he's my guru now, but in that case, that's cute. <laughs> 
He's cute, all right. Like one of those puppies that nips at your hand all the time. But he's my brother, and I have to love him, right? What am I going to do? <laughs> That's it, Lou. Stay nice and calm. Take it slow and easy. You better cut it out. <laughs> Why would my mom go downhill so suddenly like that? It's always a surprise when it happens. <clears throat> Wish I was on Mars. someplace worthwhile without her, and she didn't want to be left behind all by herself. So she followed her, and the two of them went together into a different world. And in your 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.